Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the pattern the title is Pat Byrne. This is episode 19 I think and this of course is one of those special episodes when I chat to Pat and she tells me what she's been up to. Now as usual if you don't mind uh, we would be delighted if you would Add a comment to a podcast on the iTunes or whatever it is you happen to be using to listen to it and to give us, I don't know, as many stars as it's possible to give. That'll keep us going. So I think I'll stop talking because this is the morning, which is unusual, and I'm not using my usual mic either, so I'm sounding a bit rough. But instead of listening to me, let's see. Pat, what have you been up to? The weather's been fabulous, so that's been great for getting out and about. The West End Festival kicked off, mm-hmm. so we were back in the Queen's Cross Church for that. For the launch? For the launch, and I always enjoy that. We made a chat with Michael Dale, festival manager, and Freddie, his wife Freddie. They're always great fun. And met new people. Penny Heron Smith, who's got an event on at the festival in the Hidden Lane Gallery, and um, also another really nice. She she's an actress, mm. and um, I think it's called From Covent Garden to Glasgow, something like that. So it's, you know, she's performing and talking about yeah, expectations. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh, so it sounds pretty good, and it's in the gallery. It'll be a nice venue. I can't remember any dates for anything. People um, get hold of the brochure because there's so many things on. I just can't remember, but there are lots of brochures in the libraries and cafes and whatnot. All it's a great program. It really is. Um, the other person that we met was um, Taylor Wilson, a singer. And she's got a, a show on, so she was really nice, good fun. And I always enjoyed chatting to Teresa Lowe. Teresa's the person who organises the book events. It's a right. books programme. So this year, I think it's mainly for schools. I think there's one, one event for for kids, which she does a very, very good... Anyway, it's just good fun um, going there and everybody's quite excited mm-hmm. so that that was good and um, I've been to a few festival events already on Saturday I went up to Wilton Street to the garden party up there and just had to be mosey about the stalls and spoke to Linda McLaughlin who's an actress she's I think she, she also writes plays. She's sometimes got things on in Oren Moore. And um, now she's on... Oh, aha. Uh-huh. She's on, again, the festival too, in Bart and the Botanics. Oh, right, of course. So that's um, very almost incredibly popular. So I think they've got four different Shakespeare plays on and she's in... can't remember which one she's in. I spoke to her and then... I walked down from Wilton Street down to the Coach House Trust, um, the project for people with um, 
you know, various difficulties, mental health problems, mm-hmm. and so on. So the music was fantastic. It was lovely. It was a it was a great atmosphere. People sitting listening to this wee band playing original music. Some of it was quite light and frivolous and fun. Some of it was some of it was real really really good songs, and that's Andy Flett. Yeah, is that the same thing I played at maybe about yeah. two years ago? Uh-huh. Two that's three right. years ago. That wee space is yeah. it's a nice wee space. Yeah. Uh, that is exactly that that place, and but this is a band made up of people who are users of the project, mm-hmm. and oh god, what a great job it's done! As they were having such great fun, and uh, I I mean everybody absolutely loved them, it's super. So they've got a um, music workshop on every Wednesday there, so I think it's pretty well attended. Definitely doing a very very good job. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that, and um, I bumped into Chiara Berardelli, who is a singer-songwriter. Now, I've never met Chiara before, but she's, she lives beside Val, and over the years I've put several um, you know, gigs and events that she's involved in. She's a singer-songwriter, and I had just put up something the other day, because she's doing a songwriting workshop at the Happiny House. It's with Friends of the River Kelvin, so it's down in that area. So the thing is, I've never met her before, but because I've put her image up so often, and we just looked at each other, and she said, oh, Pat, I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was expecting her, for to, because in my head... She was an Italian Scot. So I was imagining her either... I was expecting her either to have a sort of Italian accent or Scottish, but she's actually got an English accent. So it it, it, it kind of took me... um, She moved up here when she was 12, but she's got a a lovely accent. Um, So what, a songwriting workshop? Songwriting workshop. Uh-huh, she'll... uh So that was that was interesting, and then I popped into the new shop down there on Great Western Road. Um, I remember we saw it one day. It's beautiful. It's it's called the, the Blue Door. Right. Yeah. And uh, you took some photographs. Very very attractive. So it's a it's a beauty um, salon, but they make their own products. I think it'll do well. They're lovely. It's a family business and. Um, very, very nice, and so I popped in there, and then I walked over to Park Road, went into Sonia and Vita's, had a wee chat with Anne-Marie, went into the Thistle Gallery, because they're getting, they've got their exhibition on just now, in part of the gallery in Park Road, for um, the Art of Words. It's looking sensational. Mm-hmm. It's, um... I've seen the pictures. Did you see the pictures you took? Look yeah, I took photographs, but they also sent me photographs today. Right. So I've just updated that page on the website. Um, the, 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 it's going really, really well. It was so busy. And then they've got the two special events on on the 7th of July, the 7th of June, part of the West End Festival. That's with um, Graeme McCree Burnett. It's on, it's a writer. 
or he's the headline act, he's on, on the 7th of June, and then also that will be Samina Chowdhury and James Connerty from our Ten Writers Project. Yeah. And Gillian McDougall from On The Stairer. So that's on on the 7th, and then on the 14th is Carl McDougall, who's you know very, very... Um, proficient, successful writer and I'll be at that I'll be reading at that and um, Gillian Mays and Mick Norton Right, so there's two events that the ten writers tell lies are at Yeah And um, I I mean I would have been at both of them but on the 7th I'm going to be reading in a story and a poem in Waterstones and Circle Hall Street. It's not, it's not, obviously, I don't write poetry, so it's, but it's a po- poem by Janet Priestley, and it's a tribute to her, the night is a tribute to her, because she's, she's very, very ill. So it's organised by Linda Jackson, and Lin- so Linda will be the host, and she'll also be singing... I think it'll be a great night because there... I mean, I am not the main attraction, I've got to tell you, because Tom Leonard, the poet, will be there, Anne Donovan, the writer, Janice Galloway and Alan Rioch, so and other writers, other lesser-known writers like myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's in since the Hall Street. So um, I've got quite. So I've, I feel as if I've got quite a lot um, coming up. On the writing front, I also met Claire McCleary. She's a, a crime writer. She's done very very well. Her first book was nominated for the William McIlvaney Prize, and I've just read her book Burnout. But the reason I'd met her was to to interview her for the podcast. <laughs> Good. Right. <laughs> so, so, Excuse me. So that was... She, she, was, she was good, actually, because, um, you know, it was interesting talking to her about, her about her whole approach to writing and how she thought about... she got these two fabulous characters, women detectives, Wilma and Maggie... Right. I mean, she's she's done a really really good job developing these characters. She feels if you really know them, you know the the interaction between them is fabulous, and it's it's unusual because it's set in Aberdeen. So she's published by um, Contraband, the part of the Saraband Publishers, and she's now um, written her third book in this kind of detective series. So, so that, that interesting. it was interesting. And of course, you've been busy on the podcast front. Yeah, I've interviewed three people in the last week. I think I mentioned them the last time I spoke when this, what Pat's been up to. And did I interview Jerry Cullors before then? I can't remember. But that was really, really good. Yeah, I think, I think, uh-huh, I think you'd mentioned Jerry. Yeah, and then... Thursday I interviewed Eva Bolander, who's Glasgow's Lord Provost, and that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the thing about these interviews is you, 
that. I know Jerry and I know Eva, but you find that whole new story that you have got no clue about. <laughs> yeah, but you know, growing up in Sweden and an interest in Sweden and how uh, the significance of her playing the bagpipes when she was young mm-hmm. and how that was a kind of route, mm-hmm. you know, to Scotland and culture in Scotland. Uh, and also our whole kind of community, you know. The sort of ethos they have. Yeah, yeah, they, they, Sweden has got a particular ethos about what it can do in terms of for something, you know, I suppose it's politics in a sense, but it's local politics. You know, if they see something wrong, they're more likely to get together and try and fix it. Mm-hmm. So she brought that with her when she came over here. And she became a community activist in Partick, mm-hmm. which then led her to eventually being a councillor, which then led her to becoming the provost. So no, that's great. It's yeah, amazing. It's just, um, what I found really endearing was when you, you told me that her mum came over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, her <laughs> mum came over when she was the provost, and <laughs> I think she was she hadn't realised that this job she had was... That her daughter had an important <laughs> job. <laughs> She's just sitting in the <laughs> city chambers in this amazing yeah, office, right. these that's amazing right. surroundings. I mean, our office overlooks George Square, which in itself is, is amazing. It's the kind of main office in the building. Uh, and I also found it quite fascinating because I'm interested in Scottish art. She can choose any painting she likes for the walls. You know, she can go and, you know, down to the gallery stores and whatever she fancies can be the paints that she puts up in the wall but the ones she that are already there are a couple of colourists I think one's a peplo can't remember what the other one is anyway but uh, paintings I'm very familiar with actually because I've seen them so much mm-hmm. so it was really nice so it was a good conversation with Eva mm-hmm. and then you um, met the other um, woman the yeah. Francesca Waddell is it? Or yeah that's right mm-hmm. And again, I mean, it's like uh, she's a fashion illustrator and she's been very successful and she's incredibly talented. I mean, her work's amazing. But it's interesting to, again, hear people's stories. It's not a kind of uh, straight line. <laughs> so she spoke about, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but she was always been a great, great at drawing and, you know, draftsmanship has been, always been fantastic. And she loves colour and all sorts of mm-hmm. stuff, you know, beauty. But she's do, she does work for Vogue. She does, she works for the big sort of fashion houses. No, that. And she doesn't give a lot of interviews, I don't no, think. No, she doesn't, that's right. Well, uh, that'll be, I'm looking forward to hearing that podcast. Yeah, it's, I mean, really, it's, it's good because there's a lot about, you know, how you... She went to Glasgow School of Art for a wee while. I mean, I'm not telling you <laughs> the ups and downs, but it was a rocky road, to put it that way. Well, she's done Before she found her forty, she's done so well. Yeah. The podcasts have been going really well. Yeah, they have. Um, David Belcher's. David Belcher, of course, was that very, very popular. Yeah, that's right. And then, of course, um, when I was I was in UCB, I popped into UCB to get just to pick up something nice from the deli, and then Giovanna mm-hmm. was there, um, and that was nice because she invited us along for. Brunch. Brunch. But um, her um, her podcast has been very popular yeah, too. That's right. And it, that's interesting. I love that um hearing all about um, her family 
you know, the, these family businesses are amazing, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. Well, I mean, I find, I mean, it's, these people are inspirational, <laughs> you know? They are, they are. Yeah. And what, I would say the thread that's ran through all, certainly the interviews I've done, is people absolutely love what they're, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They've found the thing that they really love doing. Mm-hmm. And because they really love doing it, they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, they put their heart and soul mm-hmm. into it. So they, they produce things that are fantastic. Oh, and they're very proud. Yeah. You know, they're, it's, it's, it's true achievement. Yeah, sure. No, it's great. No, it really so is. They're, an, they're an example. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. I certainly love my, in my brunch and UCBs. Yeah. But, you particularly like that. Cheese and the, honey, yeah. Well, thing, whatever it was called. I mean, I've I've not really got much of an appetite during you know at lunchtime. I don't really. Um, I was dying to try that brunch out because it looked so, so nice. And we used to go out a lot at lunchtime on a Sunday, so I thought we would we would do that. Yeah. But so I just had a small plate, for a starter. You had the main main course, and in pasta, and. So I just had this small plate and the the girl said, Are you not having a main course? I said, Well, I'll I'll try this just now. She says, Oh, we're going to bring you some things to try. Mm-hmm. And they brought a nice wee dish, first of all, with um kind of the anchovies and cheese, just a very small tasting. But then they brought this ricotta, which they had made it was made in in the restaurant with, with Sort of honey over Honey there. that had been brought over from Italy. Honey, the Italian honey on the ricotta. I've never tasted anything like it. I mean, I mean, I, I think I said to you first, oh, I hope I could bring this home because it seems so much and I ate the whole lot of it. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful as well. Oh, and a kind of toaster, what, was it? what do you call that toaster? It was a kind of thin... I uh, yeah, I can't remember what you... Um, crispy bread, so... Yes, yeah, crispy, sort of, but it's Italian. Yeah. I can't remember what the name is. No, it's really... It's nice. But my goodness, I would go back and get that again. It was gorgeous. It was so nice. And then, so... So that was yesterday, just... And then, um, afterwards, I went down... Well, no, I went into the Thistle Gallery again... Oh yeah, because so, I caught up with um, Jackie Henderson, one of the artists, and um, Carol Dunbar, of course, the owner, and then I always enjoy a chat with Carol's daughter, Becca, because she is mad on books. She's an avid reader, so she's always saying to me, what are you reading? And she's telling me what she's reading, mm-hmm. and um, they've got a book, book group, and... Um, a wee while ago, the what they did, the, I mean, they seemed to have great fun. They were reading the um, book by Gail Honeyman. Um, oh gosh, I've forgotten the name for this. What is it? Oh, it's going out of my head. Anyway, it's a, it's, it's a really, really unusual book. What's it called? Gosh, it's a woman's name. I can't remember it. But... Um, in the book, she has these sort of foods that she particularly likes and drinks, mag- including Magnus cider, and um, they <laughs> they had a buffet when they were discussing that book. They had a buffet. Oh, the buffet was in the book. <laughs> they right. had all the things <laughs> right. that, that. So I said to them, um, "I'll send me a photograph of your buffet." 
and I'll, I'll send it to Gail. Um, Gail's done, I mean, God, why can't I remember the name of that book? Anyway, it's done amazingly well. I think it's going to be a film, and it got sold for a lot of money. It got auctioned for a lot of money. So, but she was all, all delighted that they'd had this at their book group. It was, um, so they have great, great fun. So then um, you dropped me down at um, Vinicom Street. It's just, it was just absolutely mobbed. It was such a nice yeah, day. Yeah, I was completely and utterly mobbed. Oh. And then, I mean, you could hardly walk through Vinicom Street. It was just absolutely, utterly chock-a-block. But I went down to, I walked through Cresswell Lane. So I spoke to some of the people that were, um, that have the, the, the wee shops up in the courses and they were down in the street selling things and it looked lovely actually and people sitting outside in the cafes so that was that that was that was really it was much more pleasant because it was quite you know it wasn't so busy mm-hmm. and then I went and walked down to Ashton Lane because I had arranged to meet um, Margaret Brady and her family and my friend Margaret and you had to queue to get in, you had to wait till some people come out till you had go in. Where was it you were going? What place? Jinta McGinty's. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I met them in Jinta McGinty's. also met Rena, Rena McCarry and her family. So they were there, but it was chock-a-block. But we were lucky because we had a great seat in Jinta McGinty's and right out the back in the, the beer garden. So that, and enjoy, enjoyed that. Enjoyed seeing, seeing them. So, so that was me. Then we had John's birthday party, of course, and the gang up for that. So it's been a busy week, and um, I'll be hoping to, I'll be doing all my stints, and then I'll be hoping to, planning to go along to, some more West End festival events. Okay. And what podcasts are coming up? Have you got some interviews coming up? Oh yeah. Um, well, Greg Hemphill. Is I'm going to interview Greg. Um, he's been dead, dead busy. So as soon as he has a space, and I'm also going to interview Graham McCree Burnett. Right. Because Graham's done so well, um, with his writing, those um, shortlisted for the Man Booker Prize for his bloody project. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be really interesting. Again, it's somebody you know, but you're going to hear a sort of backstory that maybe you're not aware of. Was there somebody else? I'm sure you mentioned somebody to me, but I can't remember. I haven't got anything organised myself. And, well, I mean, I will get some things organised, but just haven't I tried to organise an interview with a local tailor, but I haven't, I haven't managed to pin them down yet. I thought I've remembered the name of Gail's book. All right. It's Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Right. Okay. Eleanor Oliphant. I couldn't get out because I... I had the elephant. I was wanting to say it all. I was thinking, is it Olivia? Olivia I had this. Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Absolutely smashing book. Very, very unusual. Yeah, I'd quite like to interview some. Well, anybody involved in the arts in the West End. Not some. Well, when I say the arts, I don't necessarily mean actors and actresses or show business folk. Businessy folk. But more people that are like, uh, I don't know, fashion designers. Artists, painters, so if anybody's got some suggestions, please get in touch. Mm-hmm. And I might ask Winston. 
Right, of course. Of course. Because he is such great fun. I mean, that would be be hilarious. Hairdresser to the West End Literati. Uh Literati, is that the word? Yeah, and Al Pacino. And Al Pacino. (laughs) (laughs) No, he would have played. Well, well, of course, I've known Winston forever, but he's got a great memory and I haven't. So he's always telling me about all these things that we did when we were teenagers that I haven't got a clue about. It's probably making that up. Oh yeah, um, th- th- there's you know there's this thing coming up the sport the big sport event. Uh, um, Glasgow two thousand and eighteen thing. Ah, uh, Glasgow two thousand and eighteen. So I uh, I got a request today to put up. There's a call for um, poets right. to submit a poem. So it's up on the website, and um, will be judged by Jim Carruth, the Glasgow's. Um, Point maker. Um, Point maker. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, is it, is it the, yeah. Uh, so, um, if people, um, I've sent out to a few, a few poets that I know, but um, there'll be an anthology, you know, to do, you know, it's all part of the project, so it would be, the poem would be included, included in that. I think if there's anything else coming up on the website. Anyway, um, it'll be in our, in our what's new anyway. Okay, well, thanks very much, Pat. You're very welcome, James. <laughs> Call me Patricia if you like. <laughs> thanks very much, Patricia. Okay, James. <laughs> and to all the listeners, bye. Bye for now. This ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. I apologise if I sounded a bit tired in that episode. It was uh, very late in the evening and I was completely and utterly shattered. Anyway, thanks for listening and we'll catch up next time. Bye for now.